1: Coming up today on The Story. When people come with their
0: different grievances and, and situations, it's just such an honour that uh, God has put me in that place to be able to help these people and to help to settle them and uh, give them something to cling on to and something to hope for.
1: The Story. The story. G'day, I'm Jimmy Colfax. Welcome to The Story. Well, today we actually have two stories for you that both involve people sharing their faith at their workplace. Wayne Stevenson is a bus driver and Tony McDermott operates large cranes at construction sites. How have they integrated their faith into their places of work? We'll find out as they share their stories with us today. We'll start off with Wayne Stevenson, who serves the Lord as a bus chaplain. He's having a chat with Shelley Scowen.
2: You're a bus driver and a pretty passionate one as well. What do you love about driving buses?
0: Uh, The great thing about it is I I love that scripture in God's Word that says that a man who is diligent in his duties and honours his employer shall come before kings. And that's the scripture that sort of drives me on in my my bus work. I uh, honour my employer and I tend to be fairly diligent in what I do, and God honours that. Mm. So that sort of goes a long way to uh, helping me uh, drive with passion and and do what I I do with passion.
2: Have you driven any Kings in your bus?
0: Oh, no, not recently, I must (laughs) confess. I'm waiting for one to come along. Um, I guess I'll know him when he does, but uh, at the moment, no, not really.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great. It's so true, too. Like, in whatever we do, we need to honor God. Hey, I mean, there's heaps of verses, actually, in the Bible that talk about the importance of honoring our employer, Uh, no matter what we do, um, to honor them. And then God ends up honoring us as well in many different ways.
0: Oh, that's amazing. You're quite right, you know. If you look deeply into the word, there's a lot to say about uh, being diligent and Mm. being honourable. And uh, it really does go a long way to making things a lot smoother and and a lot more successful.
2: Yeah. What do you love about getting out each day and um, getting into the bus?
0: Well, you know, Shelley, it's a bit like an adventure for me. I, um, you never know what's around the corner, pardon the
2: pun, but
0: uh, <laughs> in the bus business, you, it's something that gets into your blood uh, and you really enjoy it. Um, there's a lot of aspects th- that I enjoy about the job, the driving. Uh, the sense of responsibility is uh, good as well. That's something that uh, sort of urges me on. Um, the interaction with people, mm. it's amazing the different types of people and the cross-sections of people that you meet, and even the friendships and relationships that you form and make over a period of time. So I guess it's a a combination of all those sorts of things, the driving, uh, the interaction with people and so on. Yeah.
2: Well, you've been driving buses for a long time and you've also been chaplaining in the bus industry for a while. Uh, But, Wayne, what does a bus chaplain actually do?
0: Well, a bus chaplain, I guess, is all sorts of things to all sorts of different people. Shelley, it's, um, it's a, he's a listener. He or she, a, a chaplain, is, is firstly a good listener. That's very important. Um, I think it's important for a chaplain to be, uh, empathetic and sincere and one who has a real heart for people. You see, the idea of a chaplain isn't to give advice or to say to do this or to do that, but it's a support basis. It's a, a means of being a shoulder to cry on, as it were, and someone to, that you can speak to comfortably and relate to. That's the what the real meaning of the chaplain is.
2: Mm. So you're based there at the depot, are you?
0: Yeah, I work out at um, Busways Kingcumber Depot in uh, Gosford in New South Wales. Right. We've got uh, over 150 bus drivers at that one depot at the moment
2: wow. so it's a fairly
0: busy place.
2: So how did you get into this role? Were you doing it unofficially to begin with and then they made it official or how did how did it all start?
0: Well the Lord waited on my heart really Shelley, that's what happened I, it, it was like a, a slow evolvement as it were I began to, to speak to different people and made friendships at the depot and people began to see me as somebody that they could trust and and relate in. Um, I threw my hand up for election onto various committees at the depot as well uh, to which I was elected to and have been for quite some time now. So it was about forming relationships with people and then it seemed to evolve from there. People would come to me and say, Wayne, well, have you got five minutes or ten minutes, can we go and talk about this and that? So, It's an amazing thing, Shelley, that um, and something very sacred and personal because when people trust you with their deepest things, you must be very careful not to betray that trust and uh, it's a, a very interesting thing that I do. I'm not officially depot chaplain, but I'm sort of unofficial Depot chaplain, as it were. It's not been made official yet, but uh, I'm doing the job.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And it's a very necessary job as well because there are a lot of issues that bus drivers do face, uh, including some fairly traumatic situations that they can find themselves in.
0: That's right, exactly. I mean, like uh, after accidents, uh, there's relationship issues, all kinds of things that that are going on out there. And uh, We need to look after our bus drivers because bus drivers suit a a certain importance in in the job that they do and um, you must be mindful of that and uh, we need to to take care of our bus drivers and see that everybody's okay and uh, we've got a great team at King Cumber Depot, it's a great place to work.
2: fantastic. Yeah, and it's great that your employer supports you in this role that you've taken on yourself as well.
0: Yeah, it's amazing, you know, Shelley, I was a bit sort of gobsmacked because with this slow, even the slow evolvement of of the position, I was just so amazed that God had opened the door and, and put me into that place. And You know when God uses you and and God moves in your life, it's an amazing feeling and it's very humbling and and I'm so thankful that God has opened that door for me because it's such a need and there seems to be not many of us around at this stage anyway.
2: Yeah, like you say, you're the only one that you know of that's um, Australia's only bus chaplain, which is... Interesting because there's chaplains in so many other industries, hey?
0: That's right. And I was amazed by that. I thought, okay, well, maybe there is a, a yawning gap there because when you look at the police force or our armed forces, I think even taxi drivers um, and lots of other professions as well, that uh, there's chaplains around you know, quite a bit. And it's, uh, But uh, there seemed to be a yawning gap there and the Lord opened the door and so I've just walked in on through. It's been quite amazing, actually.
2: So are there any particular conversations and moments that stand out for you where you go, man, I'm so glad God has put me in this role to be here for this very purpose?
0: Yeah, that's a good question, Shelley. Um, I think patience is very important. Whenever you're talking to somebody, you must listen And a lot of people even get distressed about the fact that it's gone quiet. But there's nothing wrong with silence because it's a ministry of presence. Yes. So if you're present with that person, then that sort of says a lot as well. And someone can say, well, Wayne, thank you so much for that. It's just been so good. I feel so much better. And you know what, Shelley? I haven't said a thing. (laughs) (laughs) So it's... uh, It's a ministry of presence as well, of of just being there for that person.
2: Showing that you care, that you're a listening ear. Absolutely. Because
0: God's Word says a little bit about that as well, doesn't it? That we should be quick to listen and slow to speak. Yeah. So I think that's very important. I think you must give people your very best attention, eye contact, uh, lean in and be interested
2: And genuine, so, genuinely interested too Not just looking like you're interested because it's your job as chaplain
0: <laughs> That's right Shelley And you know what the amazing thing is that What happens is that God blesses you And it's not that we do the work of chaplains to be blessed We do it because we love the Lord But the things that come later the little blessings that come into your life are just so fantastic. Yeah. It's just like God saying, there you go, Wayne, thanks very much for that. <laughs> there's this, there's that. It's just awesome.
2: And really, a lot of those attitudes are things that every Christian should be adopting anyway, uh, whether or not we wear a chaplain's hat. It's just you know that genuine love and interest in other people as well. Are there any particular stories that you can share with us of um, when you've able to, been able to just share the love of Christ with people in times of need?
0: Absolutely. There's been several situations where people seem to be mainly having difficulty in the areas of relationships and, and interpersonal relationships. And it's been good uh, as a male to be able to relate to other males And their situations. Um, Obviously I can't go into the background and and the personal information of things of course but you know what Shelley, people need to be listened to. They have this, we all have this inherent in desire to be listened to, to have somebody recognize us Mm. and so when people come with their different grievances and, and situations such an honour that uh, God has put me in that place to be able to help these people and to help to settle them and uh, give them something to cling on to and something to to hope for. There's been a few people that have actually given their hearts to the Lord, so that's great. A, a great
2: achievement. Great. Yeah. So you're nearing the age where you're going to stop driving buses, but I hear that you're, you still plan to stay on chaplaining if you, even if you're not driving the buses?
0: Yeah, well, I'm 58 now, so I'm sort of creeping along there a bit. Mind you, Shelley, I feel a little bit younger than that, but um, <laughs> nevertheless, uh, 65 years of age is approaching. But the great thing about the bus business is as long as you're medically fit, you can keep driving. So I hope to keep driving for many years and keep training uh, new people and empowering and encouraging them. But uh, when the time comes, ultimately one day, I guess it will, that I I can't drive anymore, then I'll be able to to work for the Lord. As they say, there's uh, no retirement in the Lord's work.
2: (laughs) Nope, you just get retreaded and sent back out. Not retired at all. That's right Appropriate for your industry too
0: I think so Yeah, you'll be fully serviced at 10,000 Ks And (laughs) then you're back out there again Yeah, none of this
2: lolling about on the beautiful beaches that you got there You'll be Yeah,
0: no, that's right It's a lovely part of the world here (laughs) Kelly and we're very blessed Our depot is in a a wonderful area And it's just a a great workplace and, And a great bunch of people
2: Yeah, absolutely Well, Wayne, it's been an encouraging conversation with you this morning, uh, all about chaplaincy, but also just how all of us as Christians can be relating to other people in our workplaces and in our spheres of influence. Thanks so much for having a chat with us today, Wayne.
0: You're welcome, Shelley. It's been my
1: pleasure. That was Shelley Scowan chatting with Wayne Stevenson who combines his love for driving a bus with his love for the Lord, as he serves as a bus chaplain. Next, we'll hear from another person who combines ministry with his place of work. Tony McDermott operates large cranes at construction sites and is also the founder of a ministry called Christ in Construction. We'll hear his story when we return. The Story Hi I'm Jimmy Colfax and this is The Story And we have two stories for you today That both involve people sharing their faith at their workplace Before the break we heard from Wayne Stevenson Who combines driving a bus with being a bus chaplain Now we're going to hear from Tony McDermott Who operates large cranes at construction sites While serving in the ministry he started Called Christ in Construction Tony is having a chat with Shelley Scowen
2: Tony, you're a crane driver. Very good at your job. You've been doing it for many years. In fact, how long have you been driving cranes for? Uh,
3: off and on since 1987.
2: Well, tell us about how Christ in Construction actually got started.
3: Yeah, back in uh, probably seven years ago now, the Holy Spirit came to me in a dream. and A vision kept me awake, for, awake in a semi-conscious state for about five hours and showed me if I could get together a bunch of blokes and, and make a t-shirt for the construction industry. It uh, ended up being a t-shirt for every country in the world. But what happened a couple of years ago, the Holy Spirit said, just stop what you're doing. You need to get yourself right, and I'll bring it back to you, you know. So two years ago now, the Spirit showing me the same dream and vision, and I started by making the Australian shirt first, New Zealand, America. And what I do is I tie 10 shirts and then uh, we go into the next country.
2: Wow. Okay. So what impact are these shirts having? I mean, just wearing a shirt is great, but obviously the hope is that it starts some conversations.
3: Well, in actual fact, I wore a shirt in one of the malls and I had two comments behind me. I could hear them talking. Hmm. <laughs> And they could say, gee, that's a great way of getting the name of Jesus out there. And that's what it's about. It's about Jesus. It's about getting John 3.16, getting people to read it and try and understand it, time being short. One great moment I had, I was in uh, Miami wearing a shirt. I also make a a hard hat sticker, and I hand those out quite regularly. I saw this construction worker hooking hooking a load up with a crane and let the crane go. And I yelled out over the fence and I said, look, um, you believe in God, mate. And he didn't understand me. And I said it again. I just went straight to him and said, look, Jesus loves you, mate. And he was very quiet. I thought I scared him, you know, but it ended up that uh, he said, look, I've walked away. And I said, well, Jesus will never walk away from you, mate. You know, I'll pray for you. And I didn't expect a response, but he jumped over the fence and I just prayed for him in the main street there. Yeah, I'm the around them, and I just sowed life into them just by speaking an encouraging word. You know?
2: Wow, that's awesome.
3: Yeah, those are quite a highlight. You know?
2: Do you reckon that wearing the shirts and the stickers just gives you a bit of a, a a strength or a bit of a boost to want to get out there and be a bit more vocal about your faith?
3: Well, I'm not a I'm not a person who can just sit on the couch or sit in a pew. You know, so. What gives me encouragements is blokes wearing the shirt and posting on Facebook and saying, look, I've handed out 20 stickers in a meeting that we've just had and we've just prayed, which was unusual for the blokes, you know, and so all it is is wearing a shirt and wearing a sticker. It gets attention, you know.
2: Yeah. And it starts some of those conversations. Why did you decide to actually start Christ in Construction? Because it's really quite a great initiative that you've decided to just put your name out there and say, hey, look, guys, I'm a Christian and I would like to help you.
3: Uh, Well, I've always been uh, bold in the sense that um, if I had a word for someone, I would share it with them. And so then that came along, but I think uh, it wasn't me that did it, and this is where... I won't take the glory for it. It's the Holy Spirit that impacted my life and he led me to do it, you know, and and once I had that vision in my head I couldn't put it down. It's something that drives me today. Um, I make a shirt for $35. Um, there's no no profit to me. It's a cost-based shirt and if I send it to America it's another $14. So I for one church to America is $50 out of my own pocket. So, it's just about sharing Jesus, and that's just one way I thought of doing it through the Holy Spirit.
2: Mm. And I guess it's great um, for you guys to network together as well and get that strength from each other because you can identify with each other, you know what each other's going through in the workplace or at least, you know, you have a pretty good idea and you can get that strength that you need from each other um, before you head yeah. out into the industry.
3: Well, I get, uh, there's a Facebook page crossed in construction and there's people from everywhere in the world, from India to India to America to New Zealand Australia and I do get uh, blokes uh, texting me for prayer you know and I just love to pray for people and so they see it as a a place where they can uh, speak in private and get some prayer and uh, I just love to help out in that way you know.
2: Yeah, I mean, it really is great that you've made yourself available and the guys know that you're there ready to talk about Christ and ready just to talk about the bigger issues in life. You're like an unofficial chaplain in your workplace, eh?
3: Hey? Yeah, I just, um, I do know the spiritual side to this walk I'm on and I do know that I get attacked a bit. So I'm, uh, it's a one day at a time for me. I have a good day and a bad day, like everyone. Um, mm. So I just do my best to, uh, One day at a time Be encouraging to others And just live, you know Time's short, very short
2: Yeah Yes, but you can make an impact wherever you are, whatever your sphere of influence. Uh, We talked to someone recently who's an an unofficial chaplain at the bus depot because he drives buses. Uh, Now, talking to you, you're, I guess, an unofficial chaplain in the construction industry. Wherever you go, you're there um, sharing the love of Christ and you're there to talk to people. I think it's great that people are just taking it upon themselves to just you know, be that person in their workplace. I love it
3: i got, um, like I said, I've made eight shirts, which is eight countries.
2: Mm.
3: I think I've got 185 countries to go. <laughs> uh, do you have contacts never, in
2: all of those countries?
3: No, what I do is I go on Facebook and I check out, say, Poland's crane industry, and I try and go through people's page and see if you've got any god words in there.
2: Yeah.
3: And once I do, then I post the picture of the shirt, and then I get a response that way.
2: So you're linking up people worldwide.
3: Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, the greatest thing about Jesus, he's global, you know.
2: Yeah. All right, well, if people want to get in touch with you, maybe they work in construction themselves and they love one of these uh, great shirts or stickers, or maybe they just love to connect with you and the team at Christ in Construction, uh, how do they get in touch with you?
3: Yeah, well, uh, like you say, Christ in Construction is on Facebook.
2: What did we do before Facebook, Tony? <laughs>
3: Yeah, it's a great media. Place, yep.
2: isn't it? When used for good, it is fantastic. Yes, it's, it certainly has its downsides, but it can be a great tool. Uh, thanks so much for having a chat with us this morning, Tony. It's been great to hear more about uh, what you're doing in your workplace to serve God and glorify Him. Thanks for having a chat.
3: Yeah, no worries. And one last sentence. It's not about me. It's about Jesus. He started this whole thing. I'll give him the glory.
2: Yeah. Amen. Absolutely. But credit to you for being obedient as well. Thanks so much.
3: Okay, thank you.
1: That was Shelley Scohan chatting with Tony McDermott, who operates large cranes at construction sites and is also the founder of a ministry called Christ in Construction. To find out more information, as Tony mentioned, you can find them on Facebook. Just look up Christ in Construction. And before Tony, we heard from Wayne Stevenson, who combines driving a bus with being a bus chaplain. So both Tony and Wayne are serving the Lord at their workplaces. Great examples for all of us that we should let our light shine wherever we're working, whether it's at a bus station or a construction site. As the Bible says, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters, since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. Well, thanks for joining us for Two Workplace Stories. Until next time, I'm Jimmy Colfax, encouraging you to share your story with someone today. Next time on The Story.
0: I had been married for 17 years and had two little boys. Uh, We moved from Victoria to Queensland for a fresh employment
2: opportunity. And a few years down the track, my husband left our family and I found myself broken hearted and
0: I was disillusioned because these are the sorts of things that happen to other
1: people. Deborah Candler woke up one day to find that her husband had left her for another woman and had emptied the bank account. It was a pretty harrowing experience but she's been able to move forward and has written about what she's learned in a book called A Fascination with Forward. Deborah will share her story next time.